introduce myself. My name is Ho-O-H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. <laughs> Back then, you could call me CEO of the R-O-C Hove. <laughs> and I remember when they used to drop that at, oh. the, at Stamp. <laughs> lit. <College> Park. <laughs> lit. Well, y'all, my so name lit. is Kel. My name is Anna. And you're listening to Cognac, Cupcakes, and Conversations. And conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, cupcakes, and stimulating conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In short, it's, it's a vibe. vibe. <laughs> Woo! So we're back, y'all. Sorry that we missed last week. Uh, extem- extenuating circumstances stopped yeah, yeah, us. Yeah, but we back. Our guests didn't even show up, so. Cool. It be like that sometimes. We gonna give y'all the real, you know. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but we back with a very fun episode. We decided to switch things up this week and reintroduce ourselves because, uh, you know, sometimes when you're building your brand and you've been in it for like years and years, you forget that there's a lot of new people that come to your brand off break and they need to know what it's about. And you know, we had a couple little meetings and stuff and getting some professional advice. So we figured we'd make this episode about us. Yes. Time to reflect, time to reflect. So within that reflection, I'm also going to hit us with some, oh wait, no, before you get a motivational moment, you wanna tell them what we eating on? Oh yeah, Um, so, well we can tell them right after the motivational moment, but what you about to reflect on is Juneteenth. Right. Yes. And so are you going to explain what Juneteenth is? I, happy Juneteenth, yes, y'all. I should have said yes. that first and foremost. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely happy Juneteenth. Today, and I'm going to uh, make sure you follow us on Queen Yet Cupcakes Conversation so that mm-hmm. you can find out all the tea right. and uh, about what we're doing. So today we're celebrating Juneteenth, which is also the oldest known celebration commemorating the ending of slavery in the United States. Two and a half the two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which wasn't mm, technically mm-mm. official until January first, eighteen sixty three. That's you how know, long it took for the word to travel south. I was just about to say, like mm-hmm. two years, bro. Right. I, I heard two something years. like that. Like it, it, it the took soldier that time to get to Texas for to the get word to Texas. To get. And then you know people still trash. So like I'm sure the I message mean, but if something was, right if something was else was, was popping around. on right right mail was around back then I mean I don't know how long it took for mail to get across the earth but I mean that literally must have been coming from DC to Texas so and that's all that was I'm guessing the the western side of the of the was US DC even was, created back then though um that might have been Virginia oh, you think it was Baltimore like I was thinking oh, like more so like Virginia yeah. DC was there think by was? Then. I don't know. We need to find our facts. We're going to yeah. educate ourselves <laughs> right. and then we're going to educate you. Right. You. You're right. <laughs> You're right. No, because like when it was, when it was, what's his name? Um, George Washington mm-hmm. was that Baltimore? You know how it was like Baltimore was right? The, okay, we gonna keep sounding stupid, so let's just go ahead. Yeah, so we gonna get back to you. Check our IG story for more information. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, you say that, Kel, and that but means we gotta, we gotta really post it, right? You're right. You're so right. we got really we gonna hold ourselves accountable. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So after that motivational quote, thank you for that, Kel. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's talk about what we eating on. So, oh wait, hold on. I didn't get to do the actual moment. Oh too. my bad. It's okay. <laughs> all kinds of discomfort. <laughs> it's okay. So this week's motivational moment is by Marcus Garvey. Mm-hmm. Um, a people without the knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. 
Mm, nice. Yes, yes. And we about to give y'all the roots of CCC. Okay. Yes, girl. All right. So before we get into the ratchetness and righteousness, let's talk about what we eating on. So today, so me and Kel are very leery about this brand, this um, this cupcakery called Red Velvet Cupcakery. It's actually right across. Right around the corner from my job, they have three locations, Washington, D.C., Arlington, Reston, Virginia. Um, and so uh, the owner of this particular Red Velvet, Red Velvet Cup Cakery seems really cool. She's a nice lady. Um, she actually has another coffee shop directly next to it, connected to it, called um, Bakers and Baristas. That's hers? Yes. I didn't know that was hers. Oh, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. She owns both. And it used to be Tangy Sweet or whatever, which was the little... Um, uh, gelato place, right? Yeah. No, it wasn't gelato. It was uh, frozen yogurt. Okay. Froyo. So um, now she... I don't know if she's going to bring... It's summertime, so usually she brings out the small version of it, but she converted Tangy Sweet into Bakers and Baristas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, something about, you know, Red Velvet. I don't know. So let's go ahead and dig in. So what okay, I have bro. here, the first flavor that we're digging into is the uh, vegan version of the... Uh, they called this the black velvet. Mm-hmm. So, and it has buttercream frosting. All right, here we so go. Like, here we go. Yes. Okay. So, mm-hmm. that's interesting. The frosting is, is decent. The frosting helps it. Right. So, I don't even know if I could be on keto and eat this without the frosting. Let me have it without the frosting. The, the frosting is decent. It's sugary. More buttery though, mm-hmm. and it's not too overpowering. You know what I mean. So it's kind mm-hmm. of light. This is interesting. It reminds me of like Oreos almost. No, <laughs> no, not, not quite. Um, I could see why you said that. Like the flavor profile mm-hmm. has an Oreo kind of flavor. And but Oreos are apparently um, gluten free and mm. vegan. It has a grainy taste to it, mm-hmm. like on my tongue. Like a, mm-hmm. it has an aftertaste. And mm. the aftertaste, I'm not too, like, fiend on. But it is definitely moist, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, looking at the cake as it's on my fork, it kind of, like, mm-hmm. crumbles apart. But it still has a moisture to it. Mm. Um, how do you feel? I actually kind of bang with it. This is the first time we kind of disagree a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I'm starting to get into that mode. I know you are, too, but. I'm starting to go into that zone of I need to amplify my work, my um, diet. No, like my diet. Mm -hmm. Since we working our asses off every week working out and we only losing a few inches. So, you know, that means it's our diet. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I might go back to keto or some version of it. So one of my coworkers was telling me about this cupcake and said it was bomb and she's on keto. So my fear was because she's on keto, she would be like extra like hype about this because she hasn't had sugar in a while so but um i kind of bang with it i can see myself tearing that up if i don't have sugar so all right let's move on to the next flavor mm-hmm. oh and um for people that are on keto or want to know what keto is and or not want to know what keto is but wondering why this is keto Without the frosting, it's keto uh, because the cupcakes are made with soy flour. And you can have soy flour, things like soy flour, almond flour, when you're on a keto diet. So look it up. Now, this next cupcake 
is strawberry chocolate. So let's dig in. Okay. And it's not vegan. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-mm. It ain't it? I don't like that frosting. <laughs> you taste that? Yeah, you taste that when you first bit into it, right? Mm. The hell is that? Gelatin? Mm-mm. Oh, what is that? I mean, okay, now the cake is moist. Mm. Like artificial strawberries. Ew. Ew. You get four thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> mm -mm. Yeah, nah. Um, I'll pass on the red velvet. Ew. Mm, that's the first time I had to say ew. We might need to make a ill sound bite. We probably do. <laughs> like, ill, and make it like echo. <laughs> so just wait on it. That's coming. That's coming. Mm -hmm. That's coming. All right. Don't waste the calories. Yes. Let's get into <laughs> righteousness and ratchetness. Okay. It's balance. Ratchetness and yeah, righteousness no. is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. All right, y'all. Oh, before you get into your righteousness and righteousness, mm -hmm. girl. So, you know, he is my... Mm. We talking about Wale? Mm-mm. Oh. No, he's my... I'm trying to be sensitive, too. But he's my gay boyfriend from um, GSA. GSA? Thick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, yeah. he looks so good in this new shoot that he's doing. I just got to show you because it's mm -hmm. like the perfect blend of masculine and, mm -hmm. like, glam. Mm-hmm. Is it the lashes? Girl, The um, lash thing where they're wearing white? No, not that one, but he did look fabulous in that mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. oh, now, just because I can't find it. Yep. Mm -hmm. But the muscles is popping, girl. Oh, yes. I was like, oh. Yes, Vic. Shout out to you. And you better pose next to the word pout. Okay. Yes. <laughs> pout on fucking fleek. Okay. Yes. Is, mm, he said, casually, here's the, here's the caption, casually dismantling gender norms day by day. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Yes, just had I to love tell it. you. Oh my God, he looks so good. The inner corner of the eye. Yes, I love a gold inner corner eye. Me too. Me too. Fucking with it. We gonna we gonna repost that right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all can see who we talking about. Shout out to our boo, Vic Ram. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to do that after because I gotta focus. I'm sorry. Speaking <laughs> of focusing, did you know that? The Fenty line launched today. No. The Fenty, actually, let me be clear. The Fenty.com uh, website launched today, and it has items and pieces that you can actually order. So, um, is this the beauty part or is this like the. No, this is the clothing line. Okay. So, you know, a few um, episodes ago, we reported out, well, actually, last episode, Millionaire, we reported out on. Um, uh, Lord. Her collaboration with Rihanna. LB. I was going to call her all these different, all her different brand names. Right. <laughs> but we reported on Rihanna being the richest female um, uh, musician. And that the reason why was like partially because of this new clothing line, this actually luxury um, line, I should say, instead through the Louis Vuitton and um, what is it? LV. LV something. Oh, I'm forgetting it I right now. I don't want to say it wrong. But yes, um, she's doing it through that house. So Fenty is a house. It's a, it's a fashion house. That's what I'm trying to say. So her fashion house has been unveiled. She has coats and jackets, pants and skirts, fashion jewelry, 
tops and dresses, sunglasses and shoes. And of course, everything is very Rihanna-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jackets were going for like 1100 Oh, first of all, when you enter the website, the website is lit. Um, it's really cute. I'll show you. It's kind of like looking at a billboard or something. You mm-hmm. see how the words are mm-hmm. going by? And this is just on your phone. I can imagine what this looks like. On a computer. On a computer. And you can scroll down and see all the stuff. Like, even when you go to the regular website, I'm showing uh, Kel right now. You go down, and it just it's just, like, really an interactive display of the of the website and like things like kind of swirl around and stuff when you click on them it's right. moving slow now but yeah, yeah i was looking at some of the the jackets or like, those are like the oversized jackets that she's been wearing so clearly she's been rocking her like little style for a while her now. fashion yeah for a while now I'm that's good to see that they're actually out. about their life that they mm-hmm. promote like I, I love something that's authentic, like not something that you're just pushing upon people because mm-hmm. people are buying off the strength of you. Right, and I like how she, uh, that's a great way to get a, a sense of what people fuck with, you know, because people are already always talking about what you wear. Mm-hmm. So if you see that people really fuck with this style that you're wearing, it's like, oh, they don't know that this is actually Fenty, and that people want to know, oh, where'd she get that from? It's Fenty. So... Um, I think that goes along with her makeup, too. I'm really sure that she did that with the makeup before she released the makeup. So very smart on your behalf. Is there something with that word Fenty? Like, the reason I'm asking is because it looks Mm -hmm. very similar to kind of like, you know how the Fendi brand is kind of like a bunch of Fs Mm -hmm. kind of like put together? And I'm looking at the little maze-like symbol that they have. Is it something well, to that? That's a um, that's part of having your own fashion house. You have your own symbol, just like how you were Okay, saying. so that's the symbol part. Okay, yeah, that's gotcha. The, that little thing will be her symbol, just like how, and what Kel's talking about is like Louis Vuitton has the LV. Um, who else? Gucci Fendi. has the G. Mm-hmm. Fendi has the F. So Fenty, and that's why it's such a big deal because nobody else, not even Beyonce, y'all, <laughs> has this yet. Right. I'll say yet. So it's really dope. I really love the colors. Damn, like ever, I looked at this earlier and it's like she got new shit on here already. Like the colors already changing and shit. It's but it's nice. just like super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. Congrats to you. I'm not sure if I can afford your um, high-end shit. Yes. But I'll continue to contribute through Savage lingerie. Right, right. And um, the, uh, what is it called? Is a makeup line Fenty. called Fenty, too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Fenty so I'm I, I, I kind of like spacing just now. Like, what? All right, so speaking, speaking of uh, makeup people, keeping up with the Kardashians. Now, did you see that video clip that came up, came out of Kim? When she found out about Chloe and um, Jordan, yes. Yeah. Well, you know I've been lit all season for this. <laughs> oh, so you watch it? Yeah, I watch. Oh. Girl, ever since I went back in New York days, going to uh, Rochelle's house, yeah, Sundays, that's been my guilty pleasure. If yeah. watching the Kardashians is because of Rochelle. <laughs> Shout out to you, twin. <laughs> But yes, I record it, girl, and then I watch it. Yes, my so dad I've been be lit. watching it on the low. He always complains about it, but so then he still Fletcher be watching it. 
Gotcha. <laughs> he be good. Like it's like once in a while, like I'll see like when they have the little marathon, he'll just have it running on the TV, and I don't understand this, but you still watch. That's it. my mother with Wendy. <laughs> she can't stand Wendy, but she loves to watch it. Right. It's like, girl, stop. Just say that you like it. Hey, right. you got a, like a screensaver on the TV for like how many hours now? <laughs> Shit. But all right, so breaking it down for the people that didn't see it, so you know the whole drama that happened with Chloe and Jordan and Tristan. So we're not even gonna go into that. You know the story. And so basically, this moment that was captured and and seen this week on the card, keeping up with the Kardashians, was when Kim first found out about um, the reporter who we all know is what's that nigga name from Unlock Hollywood Unlocked? Is it D? No, yeah, Jason Lee. Thank you, Jason Lee. um, So she said, a reporter, my friend Larsa, um, who's Larsa Pippen. Right. When did they become friends? Oh, they've been friends for a while. Oh, they. um, Yeah, they've been friends for a while. No, I mean like from before her before she started dating Future. Were they friends before that? They were. Oh, she's been around for a while. Okay, then. All right, it's. I think that's a legit friendship. Okay, so her friend, I take that back, Larsa Pippen, um, hit her up and was like, yo, like, one of my um, contacts or one of my friends that's in the, a reporter is about to release a story that um, Jordan was sitting on Tristan's lap and they were making out in a party. So th- from there, Kim calls up Chloe and Courtney and they're having this intense conversation like, hey, hey, did you hear kind of thing. And then they call Kylie. And it was, what killed me was when Chloe, I mean, Kim was like asking Chloe, so did you talk to Jordan? And Chloe's explaining how Jordan is just like dancing around the issue and said, well, let me call you back or whatever the fuck. Or like didn't know how to answer the question. And Courtney was immediately like, what? Right. <laughs> Courtney was playing no games. She was like, bitch, it's not like, bitch, what? What right. do you mean it's true? Right. Like, oh, because what Chloe had said was um, that uh, Jordan had said she doesn't remember what happened. And that's when Courtney was like, what? What What you mean you don't remember what happened? You're supposed to be confirming to me that this story is fake. I died. And they were such sisters because when they're calling Kylie (laughs) and Courtney's popping up at the house, (laughs) Courtney's like, is someone answering the door? I'm out here with the fucking paparazzi. (laughs) Kim is like, poor Chloe is trying to explain on the phone to Kylie and Kim what she heard from Jordan. And Courtney's going off at the doorway. And uh, Kim is like, Courtney, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was crying. That's but. them all season. Like, whenever shit pops off between the sisters, they always be hitting a quick three-way call. Like, <laughs> yo, it is nothing. Mean girls on a thousand. Yes, for Dogs. real. They are. Yo. All right, so moving along, more drama, more ratchetness. Jordan, Joe, Jordan. <laughs> Still talking about Jordan. <laughs> Joe Button and Sin were hitting each other with sneak disses on Twitter today. Which was interesting. <laughs> so, as we all know, Sin, um, or you may not know, <laughs> Sin just put out her song, Finally, which oh, is... really? Yeah, okay. it's called Real Life. It's that song that she keeps playing in her little thing called I'm Dope. In real life, I don't give a... 
what you feel like. It's a cute song. It's okay. a little cute song. I haven't really gone and listened to it with the bass and stuff in my headphones, but she's getting a lot of support. Good. So, and she's always one to preach a lot of like positivity and say, "Girl, go for yours, sis. It's all about you, girl. You're beautiful." She's always one of those people saying that on social media. So, she said on Twitter, "Homebodies get cheated on too, sis. Take your stupid ass outside this summer." <laughs> So about that city girl something. <laughs> right. So Joe Budden said in response, not to her, but another subtweet. He said, not sure who needs to hear this, but you don't need an excuse or justification to hoe. You can just hoe. Well, well, wow. We wasn't ready. Next we wasn't. question. <laughs> <laughs> so people are, su- are suspecting that that was towards... Yeah, yeah, to sin. It's like, look, you don't gotta make it seem like I cheated on you, bitch. If you wanna hoe and go outside, go outside. So, Mm. still some tension there. All right, so Nicki Minaj and Trina. Well, let's just dive into Nicki Minaj music in general. So, Nicki Minaj was promoting something called Megatron over and over again, and it was dropping on 621, blah, blah, blah. We saw a little music video with her, like, behind the scenes at the music video, walking on stage. Oh, remind me to talk about Tory Lanez after this, as far as behind... So, <laughs> I saw the look on your face already. So, Nicki Minaj, before she could drop her little clip, Trina drops her new song with Nicki Minaj. Now, have you heard it yet? No. So, it's called Baps. I saw the yeah. sign for it, but I haven't listened to it yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, it actually samples um, Project Chick. Oh! It's, it's cute. It's actually cute. And... Trina actually is calling out some of the guys that she slept with or messed with, and she was like, I fucked them niggas, or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not I fucked them niggas, like I had them niggas. Something like, you know, boss mm-mm, bitch shit, as usual. Um, but yeah, mm-mm, so... Mm-mm. I, no, I think she might say I had y'all boys. No disrespect to my bo- my dogs, but I had y'all boys. Ow. Yeah, I had y'all boys. Something like that. She said. So anyway, I might be singing the um, edited edited version. But anyway, <laughs> then shortly after that, Nikki dropped her clip for Megatron, which I am totally here for. Now y'all know I have a history of poo pooing on Nikki as of late, but I give credit where it's due. And Nikki, when she goes away sometimes, she comes back with a clear mind and knows where she's going. Yes, refreshed. And so right. So she seems very refreshed and she's playing true to who she is. And she's sampling heads high on the Megatron song. Uh, so y'all just have to hear the beat. It's hot. Check it out. Now let me go straight into Tory Lanez, since I mentioned it before I get to Drake ass. So Drake, um, no, Tory Lanez was in a behind, he had some clips that he posted on his Instagram and he was trying to make a statement about how people in the industry, um, as far as music videos go in this particular situation, uh, like to favor lighter, fair skinned women over darker skinned women. So in the video you see basically someone is basically filming him doing a music video and while he's doing the music video, like doing the shots, there's a dark-skinned girl standing in the front of the video. And then they did a cut, and then they brought in a light-skinned girl with long, curly hair. And then you see Tori say, no, nah, cut, 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 cut. 
And his whole caption was about, oh, you know, we can't be, um, not degrading, but disrespecting our black women and da-da-da-da. So then later it comes out that the two directors of this video, so I guess it wasn't Tory Lane's video, it was like Tory Lane's was a feature on the song. So it was some other artist's video. Mm. I forget the name of the song. But these two directors, they apparently do a lot of Afrobeat music videos. They do a lot of European videos and they feel they were like, Hey, now first of all, that was something where we didn't have any control over that. That was Tory Lane's people who were in charge of swapping out girls or bringing in girls and all that different stuff. And we did this video mad long ago, so I don't know where this clip <laughs> came from, but like basically don't blame that on us, like we the ones that, that did that. So the contra- the conversation just went with Tory Lanez coming back and saying, look, I'm trying to shed light on something, and here y'all are taken away from it trying to call me you know fake and stuff like that and the girl also confirmed i saw the girl's well, comments yes. yeah. oh what did the girl say do you remember she was like Them that's not how it happened right that's basically it was just period that's not how it happened yeah and that he wasn't what i also heard that the girl said was that yeah he was mostly interacting with the light-skinned girl the whole time and telling her how beautiful she was like he barely even looked my way during the music video so i don't know how you know with it he is how woke he is so what do you think about that um as a dark-skinned girl I mm-hmm. mean I think you just at some point you got to get over it I think that's just it's the way of the world it's unfortunate but colorism is definitely real I didn't get comfortable with my skin until like my recent years and when I say recent years I'm talking about like 28 29 um so I get it but I don't see how it's going to change anything. So at this point, you just got to move forward That's and right. ignore the ignorance. Yeah. What do you think about Tori, though? I think Tori like, was looking the for... The point that he was trying to make, but it also possibly being a contrived situation. I, I don't want to say that it was a publicity stunt to get some attention on him, mm-hmm. but it kind of feels like that with everyone else having the same storyline mm-hmm, except mm-hmm, him mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. video shots being edited to only show that part instead of showing the entire thing because all we see him do is this we don't mm-hmm, see we don't hear mm-hmm. any audio we don't know what right, was really right, said right so for that purposes mm-hmm. i don't know how accurate that really is or how authentic that really is right right i agree I agree with everything you said. And all right, let's get into this Drake really quick. Yo, so, boo. All right, so Drake. Ciao, boo. Drake is in album mode or maybe even sicko mode. Ah. Spanks God. <laughs> okay, that's for my cousin Carla. I'm done. Uh, so Okay, let me explain. Let me break it down. All right, so the new news came out um, after fresh off of his uh, championship win. <laughs> with the Raptors because you would swear when the Raptors won this nigga won so um and him announcing that OVO Fest is coming back I'm like nigga how far long did it leave like right. I don't know, it was just, so apparently it only took like a year off or some shit so I'm like bruh relax but okay so all this announcements going on he got that plane and shit you know blah 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 well settlement comes out with a girl that he slept with claiming that he settled out of court with her for um, sexual harassment 
And the story is actually that she's actually opening up a case with her, I think it's her legal team or something like that, to sue them for whatever reason. But, of course, the details from the settlement with her and Drake had to come out. The court documents had to come out for that. I'm sure they were ni- nicely placed on someone's desk to, to be leaked, you know. So they leak, and in the um, details of their interactions, he, well, first let me say the whole story because I want to leave that last tidbit to the end. But the way our friend Jaleesa broke it down for us was really good and quick. Apparently, the two met from being on Instagram with each other or whatever. She went to his show. They fucked after the show. And then following that, um, they consensually had sex after the show. And she consensually gave him head. And she claimed that she was pregnant. (laughs) Kel, eyes already rolling. She claimed that she was pregnant. Drake came back and said, well, I want a paternity, uh, you know, test. And so then I guess apparently the test maybe didn't pass or whatever because then she started claiming sexual harassment. And I'll go into the details of what she's claiming for sexual harassment. So from there, he was like, nah, nigga, like you ain't, you know, suing for defamation, all that was going on between the two of them. And then finally she attempted to commit suicide. And so then they settled out of court. He, He paid her off. So, (laughs) so that's the good details to have while I go into the details of what she's claiming as sexual harassment. So she's saying that he made her give him head, but it wasn't a regular head. It was that he took a cup and measured the cup or whatever, put a piece of measurement, I don't know, in the cup. And he made her spit into the cup until it was full to that measurement. And then he proceeded to pour it on her face and said... Um, I want to see you messy. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Meanwhile, horrible decisions. Meanwhile, this nigga decisions. posting shit about, you know, uh, album mode and shit and walking around on the beach with his banks on and Fashion Nova biking shorts. But <laughs> I, I, like, niggas is comment. See, what's funny is that this story is not getting picked up by a lot of outlets um media outlets or whatever but there's still people in the comments like nah nigga and breakfast club reported on it today too so that's how i knew like oh no this shit is real oh and this was in the uk as well that this happened like manchester but um (laughs) right like like mad niggas is like no i want to hear about that saliva cup nigga (laughs) like that's what i want to (laughs) hear that's what you went to my nigga so um all right so go ahead with what you were saying because i've been listening to horrible decisions a lot too and they be on some kink shit right Mm -hmm. right that's spitting in the face though you you heard about that how girls be apparently spitting on niggas or spitting in their mouths even joe budden and them talked about that i'm hey that's beyond me that's above me Saliva is just nasty to me. Like, so mm-hmm. I kind of gag already when I see, like, saliva. Yep. Now, yep. like. Yee, I think I, I know where you're about to go. But I'm not. I got to figure out. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I mean, have you done that? Have you done what I think you're going to say? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. I haven't even done that. Really? No. Like, the. Yeah. Nah. No. My little cousin was telling me she done that, too. And I was yeah. like, well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, there's always, 
you know, <laughs> the future, things to look forward to. <laughs> Wait, maybe, maybe on a real drunk night. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just hot to whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's okay, but like spitting in a cup and then having it like yeah, that's your OD. Face, that's like too much. That's OD, and that's like what me and my friend Sabrina were talking about. It's like the Diddy um, mode or whatever. It's like you done done it all. You done po- poked every hole. You done fuck every type of chick. That gives me European vibes, though. That, what? No, it does. What, like Amsterdam when, shit. Yeah, like you know, like I think like that's I can see that like whenever you watch um the hub, um mm-hmm. you see the European girls kind of are into that the type hub. of thing. You know, oh, the hub. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I love it. So, Hashtag the hub. Yes, I just I, I, I can see that's probably what his baby mama did too. You oh know? yes. So like oh, I yes. feel like I'm starting to think like Some okay British maybe that's shit. his type. Maybe that's his thing. That's his uh-huh. prerogative. Some British you know, shit. Like, I mean, I, no, some French shit. Yeah, you that's know, some French, French shit. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what that is. You know, you I mean, call it the hub. The hub. Yeah, Hashtag you know, the hub. The what, hub. Y'all, what y'all think the hub is? Y'all know <laughs> what the hub is. Don't be faking. Y'all know what the hub is. Y'all know. But, I mean, hey, you know, you like it. I love it. I I won't try that Mm -hmm. that far, you know, but I Mm -hmm. I can get down with a little hot tuck, like you said. (laughs) That's why you wifey. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, so, I mean, but at the same time, do you think that he was abusing his power? Because I feel like, uh, well, I'll I'll get your, your POV first. I don't know if it was abusing. I feel like she was trying it. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Ooh. Mm-mm. I mean, I feel Chicken like <laughs> while you catching yourself over there, <laughs> ready to hock on, <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> so, um, no, like, I feel like that was a lot. It starts to become barbaric, in my opinion, because I feel like you 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 doing too much like you you wouldn't be doing that to some chick in you, you wouldn't be doing that to no rihanna and i get it like you taking it i still think you're taking advantage of the situation i think like, both parties are taking advantage of the situation yes i mean she she was wilding she was and wilding i wonder if she's actually into, into it the- right because after a while like you can leave at any moment right like he wasn't holding you captive well we don't know that i mean we we can assume yeah, we can we'll assume, assume that we can assume that he wasn't holding her captive and we can cuz uh, you know obviously we could really assume that because she I don't think that was ever mentioned in the court files like, and I'm she sure she would have there against her will I'm pretty sure that she said it was consenting but what you didn't like where it went you know and I mean that happens with a lot of people where you don't like how far it goes and I mm-hmm. think he really went kind of far and he kind of like tried to degrade her like when does it go from sex to de- degradation like I don't know if that's the right word but I don't know if, it, really... if it's a that's weird because is it a line if that's what you're into and that's what right I mean is he doing this to other chicks because if that's his thing if that's his kink then right that's a just fetish gotta know, yeah if that's his fetish Chicks gotta know that that's something that he does. Like, you know, it's funny. I would sooner see, you know, Chris Brown do some weird ass shit like that. Not Drake. But I believe that he did that shit. 
For sure. For sure. He he used to he's so damn cocky. I could definitely see him doing that shit. Mm-hmm. And then you see how cocky this nigga is. He ain't even stay quiet on on the gram today. This nigga went and posted all, a whole photo op of him walking <laughs> on, the, on beach. the beach in Spanx. All right. <laughs> and this nigga gives zero fucks uh-huh. about what y'all think about him and the spit cup. <laughs> so all right man keep doing what you're doing but right. you know shorties out there y'all know what it's hitting for like if you really want this nigga to like take a cup of your spit and saliva and put i'm like i know people be taking cum and making bubbles in their mouth you know on the hub and mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. like i know niggas be doing some nasty shit and when you're in that moment nasty shit can be a turn on but mm-hmm. like i don't see how a cup of salami. I can't. Just like, we gotta move on. Yeah. It's <laughs> bringing me back to two on. girls in a cup days. Mm, mm, mm. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. So, was that all of the do? gossip? Yes. It was. Okay. So anyway, wait, we're wait, gonna wait, wait, wait. You are so stupid. <laughs> Can... <laughs> okay, Time Daddy. For C C C. I'm so right. through with you. <laughs> all right, so, all right, like we said, this episode is called Allow Us to Reintroduce Ourselves. Ourselves. So the talk topic is about ourselves, CCC. Yeah. So we are going to hip you guys to what CCC is, how I we started, ready. and the three pillars of, you know, what we are, the components of CCC. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we're going to play a couple games yeah. and um, tell you how you can get involved with us as well. So in the meantime, in between time, that she's pouring that um, yakety yak yak yak, I'm going to get into what CCC is. So Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations is a cross-functioning brand that has a lot of different, you know, facets from curating events to pop-up brand activations to podcasts to games. So and from there, we're going to even more so expand. So, um, our mission is to bring back the art of conversation with the millennial voice and to truly kind of like create spaces for like-minded professionals to network, socialize, and to encourage philanthropy through localized community outreach. So, that is our main goal is to bring back the art of conversation because, you know, people aren't, millennials aren't talking anymore and um, we're so busy right. on we're our phones. Y'all. Yeah, we're so busy on our phones. We just kind of like lose sight of living in the moment. So we're trying to bring back being present in the moment and creating spaces for us to have conversations that will, you know, revolutionize the world and change the world for the better. Oh, I believe in our people. future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not singing. I never know the lyrics though, but it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> It is cool. Mm. So um, that's pretty much what CCC is. So how it started, um, it started with a vision of tired of going to the club. Yes. But didn't really have a place to, you know, embrace our millennial culture. Mm -hmm. And more so our black millennial culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and something that and kind of, I was looking for something like a space that embodied food, drinks, getting culture, getting educated, talking shit, and just having a good time. Mm-hmm. And like creating a real vibe. And that's what we're all about. We're all about creating vibes. 
So we um, got an Airbnb, told all the ladies to bring cupcakes and all the gents to bring cognac, and we just chilled out in the Airbnb, talked about everything from politics to relationships, scenarios, our past situations, get kind of like bounce ideas off of each other, talk about the future, talk about like the things that we wanted to change. And I didn't think it was going to be anything, honestly. I thought it was just like, oh, that was a fun little kickback, something different to do. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, when are you going to do this again? And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, people want this. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Bestie wasn't at the first one. But, because she had to go, I think she was out of town for something. So, I hit her up. I was like, girl, we had a really good event. And she was like, yo, this needs to be something. The world needs this, basically. So, she stepped in. And when she stepped in, we decided to take this thing to the next level. So, if you can imagine, like, spaceship rocket ships, that's what I would be having, like, a soundbite of going down. (laughs) So... We elevated and we were able to get a rent out of theater and invite everyone, get sponsors involved. And then really like tap into the philanthropy shit by like collaborating with organizations that we were passionate about. So our first year, we, our first second year, well I should say second year, um, we connected with the Maryland Domestic Against, um, Maryland Network Against Domestic Violence, which is a um, organization that I'm really passionate about with domestic violence. And they were able to kind of educate our audience on, you know, what it is to be in a domestic violent um, type of situation and how to handle it and things like that. And we had small business owners come out. We had, you know, boutique shops um, setting up vendors and different things like that. It was a really, really good turnout. And then we just keep on progressing from there. And last year, we connected with a philanthropy that Anna was very passionate about, which was the Metro Teen AIDS, which is a ranch off of Whitman Walker. And um, we were able to get at least about like 20 to 30 people tested for yes. HIV. So that was that really, was really cool. That was amazing because, you know, it was a big deal to us because we we were scared nobody was going to get tested. We was trying to see if some real talk, we was trying to see if some of our friends would like, um, you know, uh, volunteer to get tested just to make people feel comfortable. We were so surprised to see Like the when line. we did it and then it was actually a line. I was like, oh shit, yeah. people are really, okay, this and is that, happening. That was, and it was powerful because that's what we need more of. We need more people to feel comfortable with getting tested. Um, you know, I could go on for days about HIV AIDS um, and just sexual health. But, you know, it was a it was a wonderful thing to see the power that we had in because people felt event. safe and they felt comfortable to be able to to talk about things and bring to light things and actually start to make that change. So that was really great. And from there, people were like, well, when are you going to do this? Like more often, we need more. We need more. We need yeah. more. Yeah. So that branched off into what we have now, which is the podcast. Mm-hmm. which we're giving you weekly content. Yes. Um, just letting you know, like, the life of being a millennial in the DMV area and, you know, trying to connect people with black-owned businesses and, mm-hmm. you know, charities and giving back to the local community. And hopefully, globally, eventually, everybody will be able to get back. Yes. Um. So, and then that also popped off to pop-up events like our game night that we had, mm-hmm. which was really, really fun. So, like, it's not just the serious, serious talk. It's just... It can be the perfect balance of righteousness and righteousness, and that's exactly what we're all about. All right. 
Okay, okay. So, well, thank you for that layout. Yes, yes. You know, and so where are we on the, okay. Yes, so, <laughs> so I want to talk about, so you did, You basically covered what the pillars are. So um, part of that gaming aspect is mm-hmm. that we did create a card game. Yeah. And so we want to test that out on y'all, and we have our homie here, our sound engineer who's going to play with us. But before we get there, we're going to get into a slight pre-game situation here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're going to play Guess That Yak. Okay, okay, okay. So I was so busy at work, but I really was trying to find a little um, game music sound mm-hmm. thing, but uh, it didn't work out. So that was my version for y'all. <laughs> so, I like it. So, uh, shout out to Amanda Seals. So, guess that yak. All right, Kel is um, a licensed bartender. Don't mix them up now, girl, because I need to know which one is which. Okay. 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 So, we're going to test her smarts. And as a cognac lover, she frees her eyebrows. As a cognac lover, we need to see if she can guess that yak all right okay you should have the taste buds to know which yak is what all right so let's get into it all right so i'm gonna start with this cup number one Mm. and i'm a and because you never let your friends drink alone oh we gonna drink together so So i like to swirl it around Mm -hmm. you know catch the aroma of it Mm. Mm. i think i know wait oh did you want to play tyro no (laughs) (laughs) all right Martel. Ding, ding, ding. Ow. Ow. <laughs> we got to get more sound bites, girl. Yeah. All right. So. Cup number cup two. Cup number two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you still thinking about it? Is that Cavassier? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Lord. I see why you said that. I might have to take a sip of the second one. Shit. Mm, no. What, what is that one? Hennessy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. And now, finally, the last one. This is the peach. I smell it. Peach Masson. Okay. Oh, See, I, you you got away with that one. Mm-hmm. You got away with it. The aroma's good. Man, y'all, you know, I, I really, like, started off on Hennessy and loved Hennessy, but, yo, when you try a new shit... Yeah, makes a difference. Yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely trying to drive the boat with Megan Thee Stallion, so I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> I am so over. So, which one did you like the most out of them? The peach. And, and actually, Parmesan. Let's talk about that really quick. Oh, shit, I forgot to look that up. <laughs> but I'm about to do that now. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out what is the difference between brandy and cognac, because you see them both on the same shelf at. Um, liquor stores and stuff oh. and you really don't know so what is the difference Kelly? okay so it becomes known as a symbol of French luxury the best mm-hmm. brandy money can buy so yes cognac is a brandy brandy generally refers to a oh. distilled spirit made from fermented fruit juice it can be produced be produced using grapes or fruit Calvados for instance is an apple brandy from the Normandy oh. region in France 
So it's just about you Bitch, know. We class. need to take a trip to France. I am with a cognac tasting. Yes. I'm with it. We do need to make a trip to France. Mm-hmm. Yes. Road yes. trip. World Road tour. tour. World tour. CCC world tour. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. And you get to win a bottle of Marteau. Oh, a baby thank bottle. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl. Mm-hmm. Can't roll it to It's you. okay, though. I got it in my spirit. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this game. So we're going to play a couple of the categories in our card game. So our card game is like Cards Against Humanities or like Black Card Revoked, if you ever played that. You have various different top um, categories for um, the cards, and some of them are majority wins. Some of them are right answer, wrong answer. So we're going to start off with the first part of the game, which is... Majority wins. All right, all right. So, so let's ask that let's, off. Let's, yeah, I'm going to send this to Tyrone. All right. So the first question is, who pays for the date? Is it A, the one who acts for the date, B, the one who acts, who was asked on the date, or C, Dutch? All right. So who pays for the first date? Ah. I mean, for me... Whoever was the one who asked for the date, so I'm going with A. You going with A? Yeah. Oh, mm, okay. Shit. You know what I'm mm. saying? But at the same time, if you really think about it, if it's the first date, the gentleman should pay for the date. Oh, okay, that's a better answer. That's a better answer. Okay, my 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 thing, I actually am like Tyrone. I'm going to say that my answer would be A as Mine well, too. the one who asked for the date. Yours too? Yeah. So majority wins. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we all agree that A is the person who pays for the date. All right. Next question. Next all right. card. The next question will be, oh, mm-hmm. which dating app allows you to swipe left or right? And this is for you, Banana. All right. That is, oh, so the Oh, A, Bumble. Mm-hmm. B, Tinder. Mm-hmm. C, Cupid, And then D, The League. So, I'm at a disadvantage because I've never used these dating apps, but... You never used Tinder? No. I was already in... Well, no, I wasn't in a relationship by the time Tinder came out. I I dabbled in plenty of fish, but I'm going to say Tinder. Because I'm not sure if the league and them make you swipe too, but like Tinder. Yes, you are right. Ding, 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 ding. You get a peach ring. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Mm -hmm. uh, let's skip ahead to another card. All right, all right. You get that. All right. Okay, so let's say. Ooh, some of these cards are little dashy, little dashy. Okay, <laughs> let's do majority wins again. How long is too long before you get married? Two years, which is A, two to three years of being in a relationship. B, four to six years, or C, seven or more. Was that to me? Yes. I would say C, seven or more okay. is too long. And why is that your answer? Um, Because I, four years, I feel like, is a good time period. Um, the first two years is typically like honeymoon. The second two is like you really working things out. Um, five to six, it could be just because you're waiting on finances to get together. Mm-hmm. Um, but seven, nah. At this point. <laughs> UOD. Right. UOD, nigga. We common law marriage by the time. <laughs> right. 
So now, if you have all of that stuff together, is it still? Say so you have all your stuff together, your finances, and your stuff. finances aren't. You don't have your own place yet, but you have the money to have your own place. But you're waiting to move in with your partner, and your partner's in a similar situation. Mm. That's too long. Then two to three years. No, no, four to six. I'll get four to six. Okay. Because I still feel like you need to get to know that person yeah. at the end of the day. You could feel like you know them after two years, but, man, it's so crazy how you really don't. Right. I was listening to the um, my favorite millennial couple, J- the, oh. the D- Elsie. Duvall. Yeah, Duvall's. Yeah, yeah. Duvall's. Um, is that is that no, his name? that's his name. Duvall It's and the Elsie's, right? Yeah, the Elsie's. Deadass yeah. podcast, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they were talking about how they really didn't know each other, and they're just now getting to know each other. And they've been married for, like, mm-hmm. a minute now. Word, word. So, yeah. All right. All right, so I'm going to test your knowledge on cupcakes, Mr. Roni Roan over there. He taken, Question by the way. Question one. What is the proper way to eat a cupcake? <laughs> <laughs> and this is not majority wins. This is just straight up answer. And this is the not question. the dirty way. Oh, yeah. my this is like oh cup- Lord. <laughs> I was definitely about to get no, the dirty way. I saw his eyebrows not raised. where oh. I was going. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So that's my that's my question. What is the, yeah, proper, what way is the proper way to eat a cup? Uh for me, I'm gonna start with the icing though. That's just that's, you know I'm, I'm gonna get the frosting all. Wrong. Mm. Wrong. Nah. Nah. Apparently. You, mm-hmm. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. Okay. Apparently, you're supposed to cut the cupcake in half and eat it like a sandwich. Mm. That is the proper way to eat a cupcake. Wow. So we are all improperly eating these cupcakes. We Facts. are. Facts. We are. Facts. All right. Last question, Kel. Mm-hmm. You pick. Uh, okay. All right. This one is to you, Banana. Okay. Fill in the blank. Thing can happen. Blank. Thing can happen. Anything can happen. Yay! Good job. Yay! You got it. All right. Well, that's the end of our show. Well, oh, not yet. Yes. We're going to tell them how we can get involved with CCC. <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot about that, y'all. So, we've been getting a lot of inquiries about how you can get involved with us. You heard our card game. First of all, let us know if you like the card game. You want the card game? Tell us that you want the card game. DM us. Email us at Cognac Cupcakes, converse, Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations at gmail.com or just easily DM us on Instagram at Cognac Cupcakes Conversations, no and. And um, let us know that you want the game. We're going to post something on our IG story so you can, uh, you know, find out more information of how to get in touch with us. Um, for us to be a part of curating your events, um, with the CCC vibes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure that you also contact us either through Instagram or through email. Um, we actually have the email link on our Instagram page, so yep. it's quick and easy. Just dab, hit that joint, call us. Our phone number is also linked to our CCC page. Yep. And uh, you'll be able to reach out to us and discuss what we can do for you and your brand. And um, if you're a organization that wants to be one of our beneficiaries for our next event, reach out to us again. We love to connect you with our audience and tell our audience more about your organization and how they can help and be better um, 
folks in the community yep. and include you in mind when they want to give back. Indeed. Indeed. And if you are a bakery, um, please hit us up because we love eats. We love to talk about what we're eating on, good or bad. We Indeed. we are thankful, especially if it's free. <laughs> and okay. we just love like to just taste new things. And so. to educate our listeners on the local bakeries that's mm-hmm. in the area. Yes, so that's a good point. It's mm-hmm. a win-win for all of us. Right. Because okay. they don't gotta trust us. They can come see you about y'all and see what y'all like. So Right. You know, so that's the deal. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna get into this philanthropy moment before we close out. You need to get up, get out and get something cause you and I got the do for you and I. All right, y'all. So this week's philanthropy highlight is facing history in ourselves. Facing History in Ourselves is a organization who, through rigorous historical analysis combined with the study of human behavior, Facing History approaches heightened students' understanding of racism, religious intolerance, and prejudice, increasing students' ability to um, relate to history, relate history to their own lives, and promote greater understanding of their roles and responsibilities in a democracy. So if you want to give back to this organization, you will just go to www.facinghistory.org and you can help impact their community by giving a donation of money or um, utensils for the students to be able to learn. So that's, you know, pens, paper, things of that nature to help these teachers be able to educate the students. We want to support our educators. We want to transform our schools and they want to gather their communities. Wow. So I'm looking at the website and I see that it's uh, people make choices. Choices make history. We help students learn about hatred and bigotry so they can stop them from happening in the future. Wow. That's a really radical but very useful. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And they break down how they do it and everything, guys. So that's great. Mm -hmm. I like that. I actually like that. I mean, off break, it could seem like, why are you spreading the the word of hatred? Like, because there's some people that I know that feel like if we never talk about racism again, it'll never. That's not true, though, because you can't erase the history. Right. And the root. You have to understand the purpose behind it. If we erased history, then it would never happen. I just don't see that happening. It's too embedded. And it's that's in our a whole DNA. other conversation. It's in our DNA because it's been embedded over time. When you look at the position of different ethnicities in the world, like how they are, like I, I just don't see how someone who's never heard about what slavery is or whatever wouldn't question like why black people are the way they are. Right. So I think we do need to address it and hopefully come to a place one day not in this millennium. <laughs> I don't see it <laughs> But it got to be another species that come up in this bitch for us to not be racist. Lord. But uh, not to be grim. <laughs> Thank you, Kel, for that. Of course, uh, of course. For that moment. And uh, I guess that's the end of the show. Yeah, that's Make it. sure y'all hit us up yes. on IG and everywhere else that we tell y'all about. And we'll talk to you next week. All right, y'all. Peace out. Peace. It's a vibe.